0: This episode is brought to you by Frio 6.0 American Pilsner. Frio, it tastes better than natural light. This episode is brought to you by the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, as well as prevention and crisis resources for you or your loved ones please call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. They're here to help. All right. So, welcome to this bullshit right here, a podcast where I watch movies my friends like but think I won't. I'm Tyler, an intellectual, and with me today is Ron, another intellectual. Say hello, Ron. Hi there. Uh, today we're going to be discussing uh, Paddington, right? No, wait. Hobbiton. No. Paddleton. Yeah, Paddleton. that's the one. You got it. Paddleton. All right. Uh, Paddleton, a a movie where Ray Romano plays Ray Romano, and uh, he and a friend go on a trip to Solvang. That's about the, the,
1: the long and the short of it, right? Yes, if you if you allow me to pull the the official synopsis from from IMDb, it is and I don't know if I agree with this one too much. Uh but it's an unlikely friendship between two misfit neighbors becomes an unexpectedly emotional journey when the younger man is diagnosed with terminal cancer. I and don't agree with the first half of that. I don't either. I don't either. I don't I don't know why I I think I think what what they're what they're doing is they're talking about uh so, like, the, okay, first off, this movie has Mark Duplass, who also wrote the movie, and Ray Romano. Uh, so, it's, it's basically just a two-hander, right? It's just two people acting. And I think what anybody that's talking about this movie would say that, oh, aren't these two so quirky? How could they ever become friends? As if it's how it's unlikely that these two would ever have friends as opposed to being a friendship with each other.
0: Right. But we're introduced to them with them
1: already having
0: had a deep and fulfilling friendship with each other. Yes. For, for a not short amount of time, as far as I can tell. Uh, playing a game that I've never heard of and watching a movie that uh, nobody ever watches over and over again. And having a deep, profound, uh, toxic fandom
1: love with said martial arts film. Yeah. And I I would say that that is the, um, I'd say that's the basis for like a lot of really good friendships is we play a game or we have an understanding, like we have a good time with each other in ways that barely have any rules. Like who, like who could know. And we consume like, you know, media and games and things like that, that uh, we can talk about at like a PhD level. Every, like, I feel that makes up most relationship. That's like, um, I'd say that like that's us with like, uh, I say us, but like royally us, humanity, role playing games and Xbox Live and everybody having a a, a deep and abiding love for uh, like the MCU and write so much fan fiction. Like that's what communities are based off of. I've never participated in any of
0: those communities. Uh, I definitely do not talk about movies, not with friends. And definitely have not uh, made lifelong friends with by playing games with others. It's weird. Okay,
1: so so that's what that's what we're doing today. We're just going to be. Tyler doesn't consume. I don't have a television. Just oh,
0: I don't have a television. the bricks on all of that. Just all of it. I don't like podcasts. Uh, I think they're a fad that uh, are going to is going to blow over in about six months
1: tops. Truthfully, you can't even imagine anybody listening to this. Like, and oh, what are, no. listener? What, what are you doing? Change the channel. What are
0: you doing here? Listen, all five of you need to go. Uh, and do something else. Uh, go outside. Play a paddle ball. Uh, Visit Solvang. Buy a sword. Okay, so Are anyway. for Solvang? Solvang? Solvang. S-O-L-V is in Victor. A-N-G. Solvang. Okay. Uh, which I was extremely surprised to see. Solvang in this film. Uh, fun fact. I bought my very first sword in Solvang. And... Uh, okay. Its name was Carlos V. It was right there on the sword. The sword's name was Carlos. It was Carlos V. So Carlos, Carlos the, the fifth.
1: <laughs> yep. I, I sure wish I had a chance to meet Carl, Carlos the first through fourth. Uh, <laughs> but yeah,
0: this uh, was Carlos the fifth, and uh, I. Some people say it may have been named after somebody, but. Uh, people don't name swords after themselves. Like, what kind of asshole would name their sword after themselves? Like, hi, I'm King Arthur, and this is my sword, Arthur. No, (laughs) its name was Excalibur. (laughs) So obviously the sword's name was Carlos V. Uh,
1: I like that idea. It's like, hi, my name's King Arthur. This is my sword, Low King Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) We came to never be slain on the battlefield.
0: Definitely not a leader of men. It's like, oh, who would follow this douche nozzle? Oh, oh Jesus. wow. Uh,
1: whoever pulls low King Arthur from the stone shall be king of England. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. So, yeah, this movie was a barrel of laughs. Uh, man, not even a bucket list. Um, just uh, a, a desperate... Uh, can't...
1: we've we've talked uh, about uh, some other movies while avoiding some spoilers. Uh, Is that a thing that you want to continue? Do you want this to be a spoiler-free podcast?
0: No, I hate it. Uh, So, uh, spoiler, beware, there might be spoilers somewhere in this podcast for anything and everything. Uh, It could be the latest episode of WandaVision. uh, It could be ruining the end of Citizen Kane or the movie we're actually
1: supposed to be talking about. Doesn't matter. Right. Uh-huh. It's going to be I, anywhere. I, I feel like with uh, this movie and uh, some of the other movies that we have coming up that you can't talk about them without spoiling it or, or they occasionally, like, I think we did a good job with uh, burning, but also there's not a lot happening burning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like with this movie, a three things happen. A, a, a couple of friends discovers that one of them has cancer uh, and this is where the spoiler kicks in, is that and one of the friends, content warning for anybody that's sensitive to topics of like suicide, whatever, but that's what, the, that's what this movie really covers is uh, two friends um, grappling with where their relationship goes or is going uh, when one of them has made the decision to end their life rather than go through the, their last stage of cancer.
0: Yeah, and the nearest pharmacy that will fill that is Solvang, California. Home of Carlos V.
1: And you say like, you, you talk about this being like a barrel of laughs. Um, I do think this movie is a barrel of laughs. Like this movie is a, a, a comedy. I will not even call it like a dark comedy. It's just a comedy that has a dark premise. It's just Ray Romano and Mark Duplass uh, being weirdos to each other for... An hour, and then it gets really, it gets sad. Like, it gets steadily more and more sad as the movie goes along. Oh, absolutely. It, but, like, it's, it's it's not like, it's not like 30 Rocker or Modern Family style of laughs, but there are jokes built in here.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and it was all believable as far as that was concerned. Uh, somebody suddenly being told, hey, you're going to die real quick. Uh, like, please get your affairs in order because we don't know how quick it's going to be. Uh, somebody's going to try to find jokes for that. There, there are people that are going to try to find jokes just to cope. And also, uh, life doesn't stop being funny in areas because of bad news. Uh, comedic area... Uh, comedic... Um, ah, words are failing me today.
1: I, I, I think that you're... I think you're right. Just because... Uh, I won't say that life's a barrel, like always going to be fun and funny because obviously it's not. But there have been uh, just about every journey that's been had so far uh, in humanity's existence uh, has been had. And if you if you're going to take a leap uh, or you're going to go down a particular path, chances are there's, I don't know, 45 people out of 100 that had that, that went down uh, comedically. Or you know, yeah. not to say comedically, but went down, not to say enjoying the, the ride, but making jokes along the way, yeah, like funny finding things, humor,
0: yeah, and funny things don't care if you're dying of cancer; they're going to happen anyway, yeah, because other people's lives are, uh, are are happening around you as well. So yeah, just a real, just a a real interesting movie in tone. It was hard to read at the beginning, uh, although the the pitch was like, "Oh, this is how this is going to happen." Because as it as normal, I just watched the trailer, read nothing about it whatsoever, um, and then just jumped right in. It's like, I don't know, this could is this gonna be like a four hour film? Because uh, you know, somebody could do that to everybody if they really hated the audience. Uh, so I'll go for the first thing I do like about this film. It was an hour and a half long.
1: Oh no, that's not a no, no, no. That's I not know. a plus. I, uh, unless, yes, you're about to, unless you're about yes, to say like, oh, it was paced very nicely. I didn't, I didn't feel that hour and a half at all. It oh, was that, over before it began.
0: It was, it was a great length for the film because I didn't think they rushed it, and I okay. thought they told a complete story. And that story was done in an hour and a half. And so I liked I liked the, the movement on it. They they stuck around when they needed to. They moved on to others when they needed to, but they're, you know, on a six hour road trip, there is going to be chunks of that road trip that you don't need to be there because it's that there's nothing going on. Not even anything to, to set the the mood. It's just driving to solving without talking. And I will say a fair amount of countryside on the way to Solvang. You know, if you take a uh, like a five-mile stretch, looks like a lot of other five-mile stretches. So there's only so much sightseeing you can do for it. Uh, but yeah, I actually thought, it, in and I'm not going to use it very often this way in a very positive way. It was an hour and a half long. It it did a it did it in a nice amount of time. If they had tried to stretch it to two and a half hours with the same story. I just don't know if there was anything there. I think I, I would I would have just there was nothing. There would have been nothing there and it would have been fading out. Um, similar to, I think it was burning where, like it was like too long, at bits. So I was fading back out and then okay I'm back in. And then I'm back and then I'm back in. Okay, this one I was never out. I was never out of this story. Um, yeah, so that's the first one.
1: What's the second one?
0: I think this might be the first thing I've actually been okay with Ray Romano being in. Uh,
1: so we watched this with a group. Um, and yeah. one of our friends, Noam, said, oh, look, it's Ray Romano playing Ray Romano again. And I have, I have uh, like, contrarian lead poisoning. So, like, he said the thing. I'm like, no, there's obviously there's something that, that Ray Romano has been in that wasn't Ray Romano. And I looked up his IMDb, which is actually surprisingly large. But I'm going through all the movies that I've seen him in. And, uh, yeah, he's yeah, that's he's Ray Romano in that one, too. He, uh, uh, yep, also Ray Romano in that one as well. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess he is Ray Romano. Which is, I think, this is a little bit different than saying, like, Tom Cruise only plays Tom Cruise in, in movies. Or, like, Denzel Washington only plays Denzel Washington. Uh, it's like the character that is Ray Romano is also the person Ray Romano. So there's no, there's no separation. So he shows up and like the, the themes coming out of his mouth mouth might be different. Like the tenor of what he's saying is whether he's a good guy or bad guy might be different, but he is always Ray Romano. I will say you watched an episode (laughs) of everybody loves Raymond. Then you know what, you know what he's doing here.
0: Yeah. You'll know exactly how he's going to pitch. Everything that comes out of his mouth. I will say, as far as flavors of Ray Romano go, this was even more insufferably socially awkward Ray Romano, but still yeah, Ray I, Romano. But I, I think he did a great job.
1: I, like I think oh, he, he did. He did. Yeah,
0: yeah. The character itself was just insufferably socially awkward, uh, and he did it very well. Uh, so the next thing, uh, I really enjoyed other people interacting with those two confusing them for being a romantic couple and not really letting go of that at all for anybody involved, whether it was the the front desk lady uh, or the, the pharmacist or themselves when talking with each other, realizing how deep a relationship goes because to me it, there's no there's not a clearly defined line like you can have profound relationships and friendship is can be as used as artificially limiting this is a very deep and profound relationship and everybody confusing it for being romantic because we're not used to having deep and profound relationships that aren't romantic in nature was refreshing uh, as well as them realizing like we're like we're more than friends, like whatever this is. Like we're more than friends. Like there's it's love here. It's like you can love your friends, but there's a lot of artificial boundaries that we put that are melting, but they're still around. And I, but I enjoyed the way they played with it because it was obviously two people who did not realize those boundaries are really artificial and melting, and how close they really were. Uh, just coming to terms with the the words that defined. Yeah, that no, relationship
1: the, the, yeah the, like the if you're like inside a relationship that is just like let's say a relationship like let's say that you're in a friendship that is deeply intimate which lots of people have i don't think that you a lot of people can look at their relationships their friendships from the outside's perspective to see that they uh, are deeper or that they would be accepted as deeper than how they actually feel like the because the the show is basically or say the mo- the movie, um, Mark Duplass's character uh, makes the decision to do what he's going to do to to say I'm I'm going to take this a, like this end of life procedure, right? Um, while his friend is there, and his friend is like, I hate it, but I mean, what else is there to do? Which is to to me that is a deeply like uh uh, intimate interaction right telling telling somebody like yes i'm going to kill myself um and uh, for these reasons and your friend actually your friend being there to listen to have like a a say in it to to be like to affect you and be affected by it is like that's that's wild (laughs) like so i i wouldn't i i don't i don't fault anybody that runs into and is like so so you two are a couple because they might as well be like, right if, like, like if they're, if, effectively, if they're not a romantic they're a couple yeah if they're not a romantic couple then then we have a a grown version of burden earning
0: uh like i be, like to I, I like to define it as would your relationship interfere with having you know a like a romantic trying to make a romantic relationship with somebody else like that's kind of my like my litmus test on like it's it's a real deep really like you're like you said they might as well be it's like they might as well be a couple because they will, that that friendship will absolutely ruin other friendships or interfere with other friendships because it's that deep yeah i i enjoyed that and i thought it was done very well and i mean everybody we talk about Ray Romano acting like Ray Romano, but it was not in a bad way. And everybody was acting exactly as they needed to, to push this movie through. Uh, I enjoyed, I enjoyed everybody on screen. I didn't have any problems with anybody on screen for it. So the writing, the acting, and directing, like it was, it all did very well
1: for like doing its job of presenting the story. All right. So, you know, you have no, criticisms or, or nitpicks that you'd like to throw at this?
0: Well before I, before I throw out my nitpick uh, and criticism I would also like to say it was filmed in Southern California and actually in Solvang for part of it so shout out to Southern California and I honestly never expected to see Solvang in a movie I'm not sure they even said the name Solvang I just recognized parts of it and realize like is this Solvang? Uh, because that town is fairly unique in look, like in its Europe, mm. its its faux European look uh, from everywhere else I've been around my hometown. So that I was like, hey, Solvang, and allowed me to tell the story of Carlos V. Uh, I, I, I...
1: I deeply want to be so. Before you get to that, I, sure, sure. I deeply wanted to add a net like uh, in our big old work file of of, of movies. I deeply wanted to add a, another category of question to the questions that I ask. Is like, is this a California movie? Is this a good Cali movie? Uh yeah, we are going to have to add that on there
0: because a surprising number of movies uh, end up being in Southern California, where I'm at, not where you would expect it to, but where I'm at, or where I've been. Um, yeah, but that more on that later. There will be other movies that we could talk about that later. Uh, so my nitpick is uh, it is just wildly medically inaccurate. And the very end of the film, I just could not stand how the drug worked. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't care. However, the
1: crowd okay, I was <laughs> about to say, like, you can't just show people exactly how to do it. Come on.
0: Come on. <laughs> However, our crowd of medical professionals and medical professional adjacent individuals that were watching this with us immediately could not stand how quickly the magical death chemical worked for this assisted suicide. (laughs) So I had to bring it up and I had to try and uh, represent it. But no, I don't share that opinion. I could care less. No, no, I couldn't care less. My apologies, everybody, for misusing. I could care, couldn't care less. I couldn't care or, less. is
1: an organism. It changes. It grows. It's fine. You could care less. You couldn't care less. Who could care? I might care, more or less. But yeah.
0: Um. Man, I don't have anything bad to say about this film. I really oh, don't. Uh, I don't see... Just a straight-up assisted suicide topic brought up in a film. Like, assisted suicide happens in films. Every samurai film where somebody needs to get their head cut off after, uh, you know, doing that. But, like, this is the whole subject is tackling not just, you know, the imminent uh, mortality. But, like, how do you want to go out? And that's a hot topic right now, and actually has been for a long time. But I've not been an adult for all that long, so yeah, I'm glad this. I'm glad to see a movie that just directly tackled it and like explored that. Not just I'm going to take this hardline, you know, stance, and so all of my characters are going to you know preach this hardline one way or another. And it was like it was difficult for. The individuals in there to come to terms with everything involving death mm-hmm. including hey do I choose my own way do I try to fight it as long as I can and just uh, fade away in pain uh, or do I do it this way uh, can a friend stick around and be the best friend in the universe
1: yes can I can I ask anybody for uh, that so that I could depend on them like is there anybody that will help me
0: right Like, will my best friend in the entire world, my one true companion in this lifetime, be able to help me do this? Can I even ask them that? Yeah. Like, you don't see that. That was not something I was expecting. It was very unique. I can't think of another movie that tackled it that I've watched. So... Yeah, I don't. I can't think of something that other than you know the gross medical
1: inaccuracy. <laughs> that's that's bound to happen. Like as you have you have a friend group large enough or a movie group large enough, there's going to be some experts in the crowd. Just flip so, that table, so. right? Uh, why do you think that I picked this movie? Because this was this was a me pick.
0: Yeah, in the in the seventeen thousand years of movie talking we've done, I've never once mentioned Bray Romano negatively or positively uh in, in any aspect. I think so I think that may have been part of it. It's like Tyler's never said one word about Ray Romano, one way or another. Uh so of course I would have never sought it out. And secondly, I think it would have been because this is uh two guys on a small road trip to death. <laughs> I can easily see me never, you know, that I could see somebody saying like not oh, Tyler would never go for that, like a 90-minute movie about uh two people going on a 6-hour road trip to die. <laughs> like I can't I can't ele- I would not say yes to an elevator. Pitch. I can see I should say I could see you thinking, Tyler would never go for that elevator pitch. That sounds I, I dumb also, as hell.
1: <laughs> yeah, like as as far as like a premise goes, this is not this is not a joyous premise. Like the even even with the uh, the synopsis bearing the lead with uh, two friends uh, a bond over a, a journey where one of them has cancers like that's not really what happens. Uh, And even if you told the thing that that really happened, like a more accurate synopsis, um, I I don't think that if if you put that on the Netflix, uh, you know, the tiny little summary that you would say, yes, I'm in the mood to watch this. This is this is what I'm for. Um, Yeah, I I, that's not just the thing that I, I think that's the thing that makes me like the movie more is that they decided to tell a story. About a deep relationship between a a, a couple of people who can might as well be, uh, you know, labeled as a couple uh, doing a, uh, you know, testing the bounds of that relationship uh, when faced with one of them will die. Because it's not just about uh, because Mark Duplass is the one with cancer. Ray Romano is the friend who does not. And, like, the movie is just as much about Ray not wanting to let his friend go. Uh, Like, he is not ready yet and must, you know, life does not care if you're ready or not.
0: Yeah, Uh going through the stages of grief uh, in whatever order they actually go in, which is no order whatsoever. But dealing with the impending, or
1: the grief of impending loss. Like, so let me... Uh, yeah exactly like let me tell you uh, a thing that that hit me pretty hard um this week so you can get a, a capsule of whenever this is recorded because whenever this is released who could like who can know um but it's you know what is grief but not love persevering
0: right oh oh you're gonna bring that into this one this podcast right
1: here <laughs> But tell me, at the very least, I I hate that line, but at at the very least, tell me that this is not, like, this is not, is is a more fitting use of that line in this movie than it is where it came from.
0: Yeah, they they did the work. They did the work to explore all of the aspects that that statement, or not, if not all of them, more aspects that that statement would represent. Uh, It would be more apt, except for neither of the characters could have ever uttered it maybe the front desk lady at the, uh, at the motel, which special oh. shout out to that character. I enjoyed her a lot.
1: Oh yeah. No, she and, uh, Ray Romano had a, a, a perfect scene, a a perfect scene. Yeah. I loved uh, it. Could do uh, no I, better. Uh, okay. So on the, on top of that, I'm glad that I was able to introduce you to some more mumblecore things because this is just two people. Um, and, and then stuttering through an entire film, uh, and I feel like if this, even if the subject matter was a little bit happier, you would probably have shut this movie off 15 minutes in because w- yeah, what's, what am I what's doing here? here? Me? Right. Exactly. What am I, what are what are I doing, doing here? here? Yeah. Uh, anyway, the, uh, there's I'm glad more ums, that you ums it. and
0: uh, yeah, there's more ums and us than in this podcast so far to date uh, in one in one movie, and possibly for all of the episodes of this podcast. Despite my best efforts to um and
1: uh my way through it. I will tell you that there is another uh, Mark Duplass movie on the list that is not uh, the complete opposite of this one. Four and a Half Hours of Pure Joy. Yeah, let's say that, let's say that's the case. Yeah, we'll go sure. with that. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, why
0: not? Yeah, that's the one. It's definitely going to be that and nothing else. All right, so Tyler, this movie right here is a bullshit. No, this movie is not bullshit. Uh, while I could not recommend it without feeling irresponsible to uh, people I don't know because of the subject matter, for those who can handle the subject matter, it should be watched. First, for the thing of Ray Romano's that I like, and also, uh, it, it's a fantastic little film. And I I recommend anybody who can handle the subject matter to watch it. I think it does it very well and handles it uh, with finesse, but meaningfully. So, yeah. Well, that's the episode for uh, Paddington? Paddington. That's the episode for Paddington. You better (laughs) stop. That's the episode for Paddleton. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and good night.
1: What are we watching next week?
0: Oh, yeah, we are doing one next week. Next week is going to be our special love episode of this bullshit right here. And commemorate that, we're going to be watching Wrist Cutters, a love story. Hey, we got a theme going on, huh? We have a good theme. There we go. All right. Good night, everybody.